Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. But this morning, I asked, a couple of days ago, I asked Apostle uh, Victor Hicks, um, for some of you who may, uh, that are new here, um, Apostle Hicks, it says the beachhead KTC on his, his Zoom. And his wife actually has their names, Victor and Erlene Hicks, Prophetess Hicks and, and Apostle um, Victor. They are not only uh, friends to KHOW, um, they are co-laborers in Christ with us, but they are um, Pastor Alex and I, some of our dearest friends. And for me, y'all, I don't have friends, I have family. They are our family. Um, and I'm, I mean that in every sense of the word. They hold us up. They hold us down. They look any side that we need to be held there. They hold it. Um, but they're just a source of encouragement. But they are truly. Um, I mean, I know God's not a respecter person. They are just some of the greatest in the kingdom that I know. And I'm so grateful that they continue to lend themselves here to us. But I wanted to say a couple of days ago, um, as anyone would say, well, you should be teaching. I felt very strongly for myself that not only did we need a voice, but I needed a voice today. And sometimes leader, you, leaders, we need to understand when we need to receive. Because many of us, as we um, hear God calling uh, us or, or we, we believe there's a, that God is bringing us to another level, there's always this anticipation or desire to, to, to do the work. I, I want to preach. When is my going to be used? When is, you know, when is it my turn? Um, but maturity says, even when it's your turn, there are times you too need to be taught and, and you need to receive. And where I do receive consistently, I will tell you, these are two people in my life that God has con consistently allowed to pour into myself and Pastor Alex personally. I know they would say it's vice versa, um, but I needed to hear. And so as Daphne was talking, uh, something struck me because she talked about um, an invitation and she talked about how, you know, you get invitations to to parties or functions and you can decide if you want to go or not right and as she was talking um those of you who really really know me i am innately an introvert okay i love people and i do what i do because god has charged me to do that but i will be very honest if i never saw a human person if i never had to step outside of my house her me would be absolutely fine okay like have no issues whatsoever, okay? Um, who I've been, who I'm called to be, that's not the life, right? That doesn't go along with the life that God has charged me with, okay? Um, and so that was an invitation from God to become who he asked, who he designed me to be, who he's required and created me to be, right? So I had to accept that invitation. Um, but in the natural um, there are a lot of times where I've been invited to something and some of you might be like this and you get excited when you realize you can't go. <laughs> Come on, I don't know about any, and it's not that the function or the thing is a bad thing, right? You just like, oh, I can't make it. You just like, 
oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, ooh, I can't go. Or there's times you're invited to things and you got all the time in the world, but you don't really want to go. And so you wrestle between. And as she was talking, I saw this picture that where God continues to invite us, some of us, some of us are still wrestling if we're going to come or not. He's inviting us to new places in him, new encounters with him, right? And, and we're wrestling about, oh, am I going to go or not? And some of us are literally creating other things to do so we don't have to go. We are creating distractions. We are putting things in the way so we don't have to go where he's calling us to. And I'm telling you, life is always going to happen. Life is happening for all of us right now. We are in heavy season of transition in all ways. I don't know about you. I know y'all know you in transition. Maybe you didn't have the word for it. Maybe you couldn't express it, but we are in heavy transition. And yet God is inviting you and you cannot allow the transitions in your life to be the excuse that you use to not receive or accept the invitation that God is giving to you. He is giving you an invitation. Can I say this for some of you? He's given an invitation for the place you've been begging for him to go. Some of you, he's been, he's given you an invitation to a way out. For some of you, he's given you an invitation to a way into something that you've been begging and pleading for. For some of you, he's the invitation is a get out of a jail free card. And many of us are not allowing, are not accepting the invitation. You wanted to know him more. You wanted to go deeper and he's given you an invitation, but you're making excuses as to why you can't accept the invitation. Some of you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you are accepting the invitation and then just not showing up. Some of you, the invitation requires an RSVP, but you refuse because the way you've been in the past is you don't need to RSVP. You'll just decide if you want to come or not. And what you don't understand is he, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. He only has a few seats for the invitation he's given you. See, the reason why we need people to RSVP is because we need to plan accordingly what we're going to serve them, what we're going to feed them, what we're going to have available for them. And many of you are playing God like you'll just show up when you want to. You just do it if you it, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Some of you treat people like that. They'll tell you to RSVP to something. You won't do it at all. Show up and eat everything or, or, or take everything and think that. But we're in a season. And I don't want us to miss that today, I'm telling you today, Apostle, I heard it as she said, today's an invitation. I don't know what Apostle is going to share, but I, I, I expressed to him, I felt really heavy in my spirit. It's a prophetic day, but today is an invitation. And I pray to God, you position yourself right now. Position yourself right now before a word is spoken. Position yourself to receive the invitation and understand that the, invi mm, the invitation 
When someone invites you to their party, you can't dictate how the party goes. You can't dictate the music they play. You can't dictate the food they serve. And can I tell you, most of the times we get an invitation, we start talking about what we hope it's going to be. <laughs> we said, I hope it's not that. I, come on, every wedding you've ever been to, we all say, I hope the chicken isn't dry. But God is saying, this is an invitation where you can't, you don't get to, to, to put your mouth on this invitation. The only thing you, the only thing you can say to this invitation is, yes, God, I'm willing to come. I won't delay and I will be there. I will arrive on time. In fact, God, I'll be there early before the doors open. I will be standing in line like I would for my favorite artist or my favorite shoe or whatever it is. But God, I received this invitation this morning because I know by the spirit of God, there is something for me. Hear me. There is something for us all, but there is something for you specifically. And so I'm, I'm filled with expectation to hear, um, um, Pastor Alex is on, Evie is here with me. I'm at my mom's today. And so um, um, continue to pray for Mama G. She's resting really well right now. Um, but we just are grateful to God for what he is doing, what he is doing. And so I know this may have been a hard week, but here is your invitation. Apostle, come on in the room. Thank you, God. First, let's pray. I'm sorry. Father God, we just bless you. We just praise you. I don't know about you, but there's just a, I feel, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit so strongly right now. I feel the Holy Spirit literally, um, uh, I don't, wherever you are, I'm telling you, a fresh wind is about to hit your house, your office, your car right now in the name of Jesus, the wind of God. The Numa, the spirit of God. We bless your name, God. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to join me in prayer. Don't look at me. Don't, you need to pray where you are and begin to worship God where you are. We receive your invitation this morning, God. I receive, look, let me, you know what, God, I'm gonna speak for myself. I receive your invitation this morning, God. I receive it, I receive it. I thank you that there's an invitation from heaven with my name on it. I thank you, God, that you are considerate of us all, that you consider us all, that you love us all, that you care for us all. And God, I know you've heard the cries of your children. You've heard our prayers. And God, we will no longer delay, but we thank you for this invitation. I thank you for this time of prophetic utterance. I thank you that your word shall be established. And I thank you that your word is coming to confirm words that have already been spoken. I thank you that a rhema word hits this place, God. As your logos, the written word is spoken, I thank you for the inspired word of God that will be released. I thank you for prophecy that will be released to your people today. We thank you for apostle God. And he, guess what? I don't have to pray that he, that he speaks your word. He's your man. <laughs> and so I thank you, God, that he is only coming to speak your word. And so we open and avail ourselves to hear. Give us ears to hear, God. Give us ears to see God and eyes to hear. Give us eyes to hear and ears to see. We bless you, God. We praise you, God. 
Come on, y'all need to, to, to press in today. I'm, I can see. Come on, begin to pray. Pray where you are and allow heaven to hear you. Come on, let's unmute ourselves and, 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 and pray together. Thank you, God. Come on, unmute yourself. Thank you, God. If you can, unmute father we bless you i i don't know why but i i literally apostle here ray tina in my head singing, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy, Lord most high. All creation, we bow down to you, the only living God, we cry, holy, holy, Lord almighty, holy, holy, Lord almighty, you are holy, holy, Lord Almighty, holy, holy, Lord Almighty, you are holy, you are holy, you are holy, Lord Most High, all creation. We bow down to you, the only living God. We cry, holy, holy, Lord Almighty, holy, holy, Lord Almighty. Holy, holy, Lord Almighty, holy, holy, Lord Almighty, 
We receive your invitation. We receive your invitation. You're welcome, God. We receive your invitation. We receive your presence. Holy God, you are holy, holy Lord Almighty, holy, holy Lord Almighty. Awesome. We're here. Let's go all the way in. This is the hour that we won't shift gears and start in one and try to end in five and work our way in. But what was our ceiling will become our floor. It will be where we started. And so we don't have to get worked up. We blend our voices with the angels and decree and declare that our God is holy. There ought to be a divine expectation when I heard you talking about the RSVP and, and, and responding and, 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 I'm, uh, uh, and the, a divine anticipation. Know that God will always exceed our expectation. So I declare, lift your expectation up today. I'm gonna start here and I'm like, God, you are so amazing. In some ways, I'm like, God, you're unfair. How we, you know, try to gather this stuff back in to try to flow. I'm going to try to get a little bit of this. I truly want to, this is not just a religious ritual when we talk about giving honor. We do give honor to the Lord Jesus Christ today. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. Yeah, that at his name, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Um, I honor truly, and I don't understand it other than to say it's a God thing, a God kind of thing, the connection, the relationship uh, with uh, our dear brother and sister, Pastor, Ka uh, Pastor Alex Apostle Kai. I, I, I can't even explain it because um, even when some of you all were not on early, I couldn't do anything but laugh. I'm like, I am a very different kind of person. I don't run into people like me very often, almost never. And so uh, Apostle Kai opened up talking about knowing music in a song. This literally happened yesterday. My wife and I went to go see the new Black Panther. And at the end of them, you know, if you watch Marvel movies, there's always something that comes after. So I'm waiting. So we these songs are playing at the end. So I'm sitting in this theater with my wife and the songs are playing. And I'm like humming the songs. And my wife looked at me. She literally said, I know you don't know this song. I said, I can't understand it, but I can hear it. And I, and literally she was looking at me like, no, you know this song. Cause I'm harmonizing with whatever they're singing. And I'm like, I said, I don't understand. I just, I'm wired this way. And I told her, I said, very few people that I meet, you know what I'm saying? And so when she said that, I'm like, God, you know, it's like, I know you know, when people talk about, you know, brothers and mothers and, you know, from a different mother, but this is from our father. And so that's our connection. So I honor Pastor Alex. And I want to say to the men of Kehau, I love y'all, love y'all. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try to 
I was, I, I didn't know, like, you know, I know somebody like, well, you don't, you know, this is Zoom, you know, it doesn't matter how you dress. I said, I needed to dress a little conservative so I didn't lose it because I'm trying to hold fast so I'm clear about what God is saying. I'm looking at God. I need y'all to come with me now. You might as well give Jesus praise in advance. It doesn't really matter what I got to say. Trust that it came from Father God. The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth. That's the word of faith, which we preach. We, he has something for you. Trust that. But um, Minister Malcolm, who other than God can structure when we thought we would be together and not together and still have us be together? That I knew it was something on this weekend from the time that Pastor Alex called me and said, just say yes. I didn't know even know. And I'm just going to give you just a preview, not of what this is. And I'm praying. I actually, let me just say, I, hear, I feel healing. I'm trying to keep this thing. Every infirmity. Release the fire of God. You don't have to wait. I hear the Lord said immediately. We have shifted to the realm of immediately. Immediately made whole. Immediately. Immediate. 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 And then. And so, um, Apostle Kai, my sister, had sent the text in the evening time, but I didn't see it to the next morning. I'm getting ready for work. I said, I'm sorry, I wish I would have saw this earlier. Literally from the 30 minutes, I got the text and jumped in the shower. The Holy Ghost, as as, as as sure as I'm sitting here, started saying, this is the word. And and she didn't just say, come speak. She said, I feel this is prophetic. And there was a mandate on that word. And I said, God, I'm in the shower. Like, what in the world? Somebody in Kenya was praying because there's a shifting that's happening. And no, God is not a respecter of places, but if you study the life of the Apostle Paul, there are houses and churches that he could deliver a, in a caliber of word like to the Philippians. He said, y'all different, y'all different, y'all, y'all different, your love and how y'all operate. So I got a different level of how I can move with you all. And so as I'm preparing, literally, I hadn't written anything. I'm in the shower. And I heard the word of the Lord. And, and when something is prophetic, y'all know I'll, I'll share it if there's something spurred by conversation in the natural. And Pastor and Alex, Alex and I just had a conversation. And I heard, and I think we all were sitting and talking, but I heard this word. I'm talking about 30 minutes from I get the text. The way that you have gone or the way that you have come, you have not come this way before. And so I know that the first time a month ago that God gave us a word that I didn't know that's what you all have been studying. Didn't know that. Because um, there is, when you have a prophetic pedigree and honor for the things of God, trust me, from the moment, there have been times when uh, Pastor Alex and Pastor Kyle were based in St. Louis, we would bring people over. And I know people have to be like, y'all done told them something. Ain't said nothing and people will come. And so when we finally talked after the message and we're talking and, and I was remembering that in the shower because I'm like, well, God, I don't want to 
He said, no, I need you to say what I'm about to say. And I'm going to walk you through Joshua and give you these prophetic utterances for this house. And because I know there are times when I get full and, 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 and I want clarity, I've already sent this to Minister Mount, just in case I get lost in the moment or we feel like we have to share. Because I want to just say what he says. I, I, and rarely do I ever speak anything twice. And it's not anything that you all have heard before. But there was um, there was a leader. His name is Apostle Stephen Garner out of Chicago. And I heard him teach on some things. He wrote a book called I Refuse, these de prophetic declarations. And that wasn't even what I drew from. But the Lord said, Tell them I'm going to show I'm going to show you and only God can put this together. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit for the wisdom of God so that God will be glorified. The people of God edify. And it's time for the enemy to be terrified of us. You hear me, saints of God? There is an apostolic aggression that has come that's hit this house and not only the house, the people of God. And so these declarations that I'm about to share, they're prophetic to for the believer, they are to come. And it's, he says they are literally to start and stop. They are to start a new dimension, a new place, but they are to stop the flow and the operations of things that are undesired and un, unauthorized, unsanctioned by God. There are levels of activity, low levels that have been unsanctioned that you've been operating in, that you said that's your portion and God say, no, the way that I'm about to shift you, the way that I'm already taking you, the way that I brought you into a new year in October, I'm doing different things. So the way you have come, you've not come this way before. And so in, even with the, the, the Hebraic calendar, he said there was an assertion that there was a new level of capacity that's going to be released a new and as these declarations are proclaimed and agreed with the word of agreement between heaven and earth is yes the word of agreement between heaven and earth is a man and so just for a working definition when we declare we refuse we're saying that we will no longer accept we will no longer do we will no longer operate we will no longer think he says another way to, to understand, uh, I refuse is to reject, disapprove, receive, to refuse to receive, to repel, to repudiate. Now, there's something on that word, to repudiate the things that hell have spoken, the words that have been spoken by people over your life, from your youth, before you came in the world, the spirit of rejection, the stronghold, things that you have said about yourself. You must now come with the new word, I refuse. He says, I want you to understand that there is power in the law of refusal. Well, somebody write that the law of refusal this is where Moses shifts from being Egyptian to the man of God that he called him to be he said and Hebrews eleven twenty four, 24 and he refused to be called a, a son of Pharaoh he said because there is something he said I cannot walk in these that I've been raised in this house I've been raised I've been operating like an Egyptian but he said at this moment I refuse and so the law of refusal is broken Every, it breaks the cycle. And, and, and I hear the Lord say, he said, I want to just share these things. Ephesians 1, 16 through 18, apostles and leaders and servants, what gives us the ability, what gives us the sanction of the scripture and the Holy Spirit, which are one to declare these things. Ephesians 1, 16 through 18, Paul says, I do not stop giving thanks for you. Keha, we don't stop interceding for you. Apostle Kai, we don't, we have not stopped. I talk about interceding 
And I pray always that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation. Can you receive it now? I receive it. Begin to speak where you are. I receive the spirit. That's Ephesians 1, 16 through 18. These are not my words. It is written that God says, I will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, a deep and personal and intimate insight into the knowledge of God. He said, it's a divine guarantee that I'm giving you. And as we make these declarations, we set our faith in agreement with you. The Bible says, if anything, to or would, would touch and agree concerning anything. And so our prayer, our prayer is this is going to be a year of phenomenal gains. <laughs> this is a year of greater grace. Can you declare that? I'm Nabosha. I was praying for apostles and pastor last week, and God just said, greater grace. A year of distinction. This is a year where president will be established in, on your behalf. And it will be a mark of excellence put upon your life. Glory to God. And again, who gives us this ability? Who gives us this right? 2 Corinthians 4.13. And we have the same spirit of faith. Somebody said, I got it. I got it. I got it. I have it. 2 Corinthians 4.13. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe, therefore I have spoken. So we also believe and we also speak. <laughs> as the men and women of God of old, the matriarchs and the patriarchs of old, who would say, no, 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 I believe God, I believe God. I know lions are supposed to kill us, but if you throw me in the pit, I will become a repellent to the lion's appetite because God has not said I'm lion food. He says I'm a prophet to the nations. He just said I'm flammable. God will take things that don't even make sense. He will make you, he will make fire, not even smoke cling to you. He says, but if you got, it's just, I refuse to burn. Ish, I, I, I just refuse to burn. I, 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 I'm not, I refuse to bow and I refuse to burn. My God, I refuse to bow. I refuse to bow under what you want me to bow. I refuse to sing your song. Glory to God. I'm not going to dance your dance. The enemy thinks he's had you so programmed. He said, I know your ways. I know your cycles. I know if I push this button, you're going to do this. But no, I'm turning. I'm shifting. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. And so let me just lay it the way the Lord said. This so 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 Joshua 1 and 8. Let's just deal with Joshua 1. I'm gonna be very quick. Chapter 1, and I promise you, it's going I need somebody to write this. This is a prophetic summary. This is not an exegetical. This is not it's not exegetical. I'm not I'm not going line by line, but I'm going a precept by precept. Joshua chapter one. Ah, glory to God. It represents a new day, a new leader, and a new people. The Bible says now Moses was dead <laughs> and Joshua, the son of Nun, had come as his servant and God picked somebody who was not in succession. You have to understand he most people preach and teach like Joshua was the co-pastor. He was not. There was a whole lineage. If somebody would have said, well, maybe it's going to be one of the sons of Aaron. He took that which was foolish to confound the wise to show people, and I hear God says, your life is about to be a testimony that God can do great things with anybody. Please understand that I am the one that was the black sheep. I am the last one that came in. I was the last one to find out I could sing. I was the last one with, I was the one with no gift. I was the one overlooked. But he said, I took the foolish thing. I was the one rejected. Come on now. So you see me now, but you don't know what it 
Mm, glory to God. So new day. And so, 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 so new day, he says, as I was with Moses, my spirit, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to use you like I use Moses. Moses was a visionary, but I'm causing you to be a warrior to accomplish, to accomplish, to accomplish. This is a new day, a new leader that I told you. He says, the way that you have gone before, you have not come this way before. So you cannot try to move in today and tomorrow's uh, power, precision with yesterday's mindset. So here's your first, I refuse. I refuse not to shift into the new. That's your first with prophetic word. I refuse. I, I, I. The previous generation went in circles. I'm going in. The previous generation lived in cycles, but I'm going in. Glory to God. I did not even, this is written today. He says, this is different. This is, this, this is not, he said, this is not cycle. This is crossover. This is what he gave me this morning. He said, this is not cycle season. This is crossover season. This is, he said, this is the place. He said, you have not come to negotiate. You come to take over. And I need you to shake off Mr. Nice Guy. I need you to shake off Sister Summer. I need you to put on the whole armor of God. And I need you to now get your life together, get your heart together, because it's time to take dominion. Ah, you don't have time to stay in your little Susie Salsa mode. You cannot, I cannot pet you. I cannot stroke you. This is the time to develop. I need you to get a weapon of war in your hand and a prophetic word in your belly. This is the hour that God is not going to use somebody else. You are the somebody else. And he said, this is the hour that you're going to see what God said. Mm, glory to God. There was a generation that heard, but did not see. There was a generation that saw, but did not occupy. Because Moses got to see, but he didn't get to occupy. This is a generation. Now, you've got to refuse. That means I refuse not to shift into the new. Let me keep going. I'm just going to just do it just that way he said it. Joshua 3, I feel this. I feel this. Uh, Pastor Ryan, Robo Shai. Joshua 3, 4, however, there shall be a distance between you and it, the ark, the glory. You're going to have to know now there's a precision. He said, I didn't ask you to try to figure it out. He said, it's precision. He said, I'm not asking you to, to go by your gut. I'm giving you guidance. As many as shall follow the spirit of the living God, these shall also be called the sons of God. No more guessing, no more missing, no more, no more. Almost, I break the spirit of almost. I break the spirit of just about. I break the spirit of mm, just there. No, this is the hour that we're going to come into it. I didn't even write this because there was so much of it, but there was literally half a tribe. There were two and a half tribes. They said, we are good, Joshua, on this side of the river. Joshua said, no, nah, bro, no, 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 no. He said, I know you okay with that side, but I'm not, and these other tribes are not. God says, we want to go over. So I'm not going to even be satisfied till you come into it. I might have to snatch you, but I have to bring you over. You cannot, I can't. It may be uncomfortable, but until everybody gets it. So anyway, he says, do not come near it so that you may be able to see where the ark representing in the old covenant, the glory, the seat, the mercy seat of God, so that you might know. He said, for the way you are about to go, you have not passed this way before. So refusal, prophetic refusal one is I refuse not to shift. Refusal number two is I refuse not to follow the glory. We do not have to guess where the glory is. Mm. We only guess where there's no glory. 
We only guess. We only like, oh, I don't know. No, you you are only guess. I refuse not to follow the glory. It doesn't matter who goes where. If the glory doesn't go, we are following people and personalities. And God says, my glory is not even on that thing. All right, all right, all right. Let me keep moving. Joshua 3, 5, Joshua 3, 5. Then Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourselves for his purpose. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders and miracles among you. So he says here, tell the people of God, they've got to declare, I refuse not to consecrate and cooperate with God. I refuse not to consecrate and cooperate with God. Now, this is going to be uncomfortable for somebody. Somebody, you have had this mindset, and this is why you got to break the cycle. That's why it says in Deuteronomy chapter one, Deuteronomy, for those of you who don't know, is the Greek word a second time. It means the law a second time. So God is giving us a second chance. Uh, uh, Apostle Kant talked about a get out of jail free card. This opportunity to cooperate with God is the opportunity on the Boshai to co labor with God. He says, so I refuse. He said, there will, he said, what God is about to do. Let me tell you, it's going to get uncomfortable here, but I got to bring the heat. Like he said, bring it. I ain't no chump. I'm sorry. He said, he says, what I'm about to do is too holy and will kill you if you don't consecrate yourself. What I'm about to do, and somebody's like, well, that don't make God. That don't sound like God. God told Moses, he said, the best that I can do is cover your face. Because if I bring you to this level, ask yourself this. Move to the New Testament for those who want to shift. Let's go. On the Mount of Transfiguration, why do you only take three? Because the other nine would have dropped dead. I'm taking the three, and even the three missed it. But at least they had hearts that were yielded. Come on, Peter, James, John. Y'all can at least come see a little bit of the glory. So he says, sanctify yourselves. And 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 that that those of you who thought consecration was a season, this is why I say it gets tight. This is where this is where it gets tight. He said, I want you to understand, it's never coming back. It's never coming back. The going in and going out, it's never going back. You are either going to stay in and it's lazy living and you have been able to lean on people until your next consecration. There is a mandate and a mission. So let me hear you. Consecrate yourself and you will experience God's amazing blessing. So there is this dynamic. He says, I'm going to do wonders. Somebody said, I have a responsibility, but you got to clean yourself. That's the cooperation part. I'm going to do the wonder. I'm going to do what you can't do, but you are not without a responsibility. Somebody said, I refuse. I, I refuse not to consecrate. I refuse. I refuse. This is, you know, I, I'm not going to yield my members to work on righteousness. I, I refuse to gossip. I refuse to slander. I refuse to berate. I refuse to speak evil. I refuse to, uh-huh, I refuse. I, 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 I refuse it. I, I want to make myself available. But only when I make myself available would I see the amazing. 
You don't get the amazing until you're available. Not your ability, your availability. I said, you don't get the awesome till you become available. David wasn't no, 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 nothing. He was available. He was available. Mm, mm, mm. He said, are you set apart from me? Are you preparing your heart and mind to hear what I'm saying and to obey? He said, only holy hands and hearts will be ready and capable. And if you're ready, you're going to see some amazing things. And so there are these dynamics. There are these dynamics. There are these dynamics that happen in scripture where Jesus at the, the tomb of Lazarus says, roll away the stone. Now, if God can cause a man who was dead four days and corruption had already gone in the body, he started to deteriorate. Why would God demand that the people who are mourning Roll the stone away. The principle is very clear. You do what you can do, and then God will do what you can't do. God is, he can, I know, I know, I know. You're saying it's already been corrupt. They told him it's, it's stinking. It's stinking. Surely the blowfly has eaten the flesh, and, and the locust has eaten the blowfly, and the praying mantis has eaten the locust. And, and, and then some came and eat that. But when God says, when you are available, I will make the, the frog spit out the praying mantis. And I'll make the praying mantis spit out the blowfly. And I'll make the blowfly spit out the skin. And I'll make it reattached to the bone and cause you to come forth. But I don't just want you to come forth. He said, I want you loosed. He so he said, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some things. Let me, let me, Joshua 5. I'll move through the whole, just give me just a few more minutes. Joshua 5. He says this was a place of Gilgal. This was a place where God says, I can't take a promised land people with bondage mentalities. I can't take you into the promised land so that, to, because these people had never been circumcised. They were raised in the wilderness. All they knew was the wilderness. And there are four particular things that happened in this chapter. One was circumcision. He took all the men and they circumcised themselves at Gilgal. That means in the Hebrew, the place of the will of turning. Then he says, this is where the place, this was, man, it blew my mind. He said, this was the place where there was no more manna. That was the last day with manna. Manna is the fruit of the wilderness. It's a miracle, but it ain't the promise. And you have been used to God coming in a manna way. But you are not ready for the honey and the milk and the houses you did not build. The manna way is just enough for today. But you cannot be a generational blessing spiritually. And let me. So he says, no. And then he says, take off your shoes. And then lastly, the angel of the Lord reveals himself to Joshua. That was the last thing that happened. And Joshua asked, and it's a divine revelation. He says, now, whose side are you on? And the angel of the Lord says, and Joshua wants to be clear, are you on my side or their side? And God said, I want you to break it now. You are not wrestling his flesh and blood. Break it now. They are not your enemies. All this foolishness that's preached in the kingdom of haters. No, 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 no. And he says, I'm not on their side. I'm not on your side. I'm on God's side. And he says, so now, so now, so now I shift you to right alignment. Alignment. Come on realignment if you've ever had a vehicle that needed a wheel alignment it's still moving it's just drifting 
instrument. It, 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 you got to hold the wheel extra tight when it needs alignment. But God says, no, 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 I have something for you. I want to show you what I'm doing. He says, but I cannot show you until I can align you. So here's the here's the, that refusal. Let me, I'm going to go from one to four and keep moving. So refusal number one is I refuse not to shift into the new. Refusal number two is I refuse not to follow the glory. Three, I refuse not to consecrate and cooperate with God. Number four, I refuse not to follow new instructions and strategies. Because they were used to, they had a diet of manna and God literally dried up everything. Some of y'all see stuff dried up and y'all get mad and say it ain't God. If I don't dry it up, you'll never move, says the Holy Spirit. If I don't dry it up, there's some relationships you keep on trying to go back for for manna. Anyway, let me keep going. This is the one that this, now this is actually the first one that God gave me 30 minutes after you, I read your text, Apostle Guy. Joshua 16. I'm I hope this is blessing you. I hope, and when I say blessing, I don't mean entertaining you. I hope it's cutting everything that's trying to entangle you. Again. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, wherewith Christ has made. I hear the Lord say, you have to walk this liberty out. But let me hear you. Joshua 16. Joshua 16. But Joshua commanded the people. You shall not shout the battle cry, nor let the voice of your voice be heard, nor let a word come out of your mouth for seven days until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. So this is when I knew that God was doing something different. I've always known that God is doing something in Kahal different, but it's different, different, y'all. Because this level of revelation don't come for casual people. I've been hearing this preach my whole life. And I want you to know it came from Holy Spirit because I'm not smart like this. Let me give you the refusal and then I'll, I will not use my voice against God's will. And I'm in the shower and I'm praying for Kehal. I said, what do you want me to say? And he said, I want you to go to, and I heard the word and I heard the voice of Pastor Alex saying God is, you know, what, what God had said. Got to follow the glory, for we have not come this way before. And then the Lord said, and for seven days, I didn't have them talk. And I said, God, why didn't you have them talk? And not just talk, not a voice. He said, I don't want you talking to yourself. And I don't want you talking to your neighbor. He said, because you number one, you talk yourself out of it. And number two, you let somebody talk you out. He said, the next time let somebody hear your voice, it's going to be a shout. I, I, I don't know if, if you understand that. He says, not this time. And that was somewhat of a connection to not this time. He says, it's a quiet time. There are things happening I haven't released you to share. Because the next time I open my mouth, it's going to be a shout. Even if the miracle hasn't manifested because the shout always precedes the miracle. He said, until I get your mind right, I can't get your mouth right. I need you to just meditate when I say it is coming down. 
I'm telling you what's going to happen. But you cannot open your mouth until it's down in your heart. And what comes out is the shout. Because if I just let you discuss, you talk yourself out of it. Why he got us walking around as well? I mean, you know, at least, you know, in the wilderness, we, because you know, that's, did you know that's how the previous generation got stuck with their mouths? I, I need you to, I don't, I hope it's, the previous generation got stuck for 40 years and died because of their mouth. They began to murmur. They began to miss Egypt. And then they made an image. And their mouth, even though we know from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak, but they begin to speak. Y'all know about the sons of Korah? <laughs> the sons of Korah rode up on Moses and Aaron one day and said, oh, y'all not the only anointed ones. We got power like y'all. And we just don't understand why y'all the only two that get to go in and why the Levites are the only ones. And we got 200 and I think about 65 others who support us. And they went in with the spirit of Absalom and set up camp. And Moses, I'm telling you, but this is, this is why I'm saying if you're going with God in the kingdom, you got to understand there's some different things. And there's New Testament examples of this. And Moses said, I'll tell you what. So get all your people together. Get all your families together. And this is where I said, this is the apostolic gangster that came out. And he said, well, he said, Moses said, if I be a man of God, well, this is what's going to happen. He said, the earth is going to open you up and eat you off. And then it's going to close back up. He said, but if I don't be a man of God, you will die a natural death. See y'all tomorrow. So they got all the people together, the sons of Korah, all their families. And the Bible says Moses got up. I don't even think he said a word. The earth opened its mouth, swallowed them, then closed back on top of them. And it was 250 of their, 60 of their supporters in the background. And the Bible says, then the fire of God, it came and consumed all of them and everything they had. And Moses went back and said, anybody else? Anybody else? What I'm saying is the mouth. And God said he had to deal with it then because had he not dealt with it then. Listen, somebody write kingdom confrontation. Look, I don't like it. I'm not, not, not naturally a confrontational person. But there's some stuff you will have to just refuse. Not okay. Thank you, doctor, for the report. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all don't understand. I I I I don't. Y'all don't understand. Y'all understand. I'm 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 not telling you what I'm. This is not academic. This is not academic. There has, I'm, my wife and I moved to Texas in faith four and a half months ago. There has not been one week we have lived here in Texas that an emergency. Pastor Kaiser witness, she was sitting here when I got the first text, your auntie got rushed to the hospital and not an hour later, she's dead. 
But a month before that, my mom and my hospital, my aunt, the same aunt, were rushed to the hospital on the same Sunday. I cannot even tell you how many calls. So a week ago, Thursday, I can't really go into detail to, to too much. But in the middle of the night, I get a text. No call. And the voice and what was said. The voice I love was saying things, and I could hear it in the voice that it was bad. And the other was two people calling me to get, let, give me some information, and one of them was weeping. And I could see my wife's face. I could hear what was happening. And God said, refuse it. He just said, refuse it. And he said, don't tell nobody. Don't, 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 don't say much right now. And I'm telling you, when I actually was able to speak to someone who was more informed, it was even worse. But there's a, a worship song that says, let your power fall when your name is called. And my wife and I, we were just sitting in prayer Sunday. And the end of the song says, so I can tell my friends you have won again. And her Holy Spirit said, you're going to be able to say that two hours later. Two hours later, the entire thing was turned around. Two hours later, my shout has to proceed the miracle. So I can't open my mouth. If you're not ready to shout, let me hear you. Let me hear you. Joshua uh, 6.20. So the people shouted. And the priests blew the trumpets. Don't wait till it's over. Shout now. That's I, I feel it. I feel your Holy Ghost. Those of you who are not driving, I need you to lift up your hands. There's a there's a right now. It's there right now. It may not feel like victory. God didn't say I caused you to move by feelings. He said I walk by faith. You walk by faith. Even literally, there is no circumstance where the victory is not belonging to us. <laughs> there is none. Even if the situation didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out, in everything been swallowed up in victory, even death. My feet, my feet, my feet, my feet, my feet. Y'all don't see it. I'm, I'm. He said, but he said, and when they heard the sound of the trumpet, they raised a great shout. And the wall of Jericho fell down so that the sons of Israel went up into the city, every man straight ahead, climbing over the rubble, and they overthrew the city. Now, I had just been studying this early this week. I did not plan to share. I just love the word of the Lord. And there are different Jewish scholars that debate how the wall fit. Now, some say it fell from the base. But some of the older, more uh, scholarly historical narratives said literally God pushed it down and made a ramp. So what was my obstacle is not my door. And I heard the Lord says, the issue is, here's, here it is, here it is, here it is. So that the sons of Israel went up 
And so here's the refusal. I refuse not to go up. I refuse not to go up. He says, what? Every time God takes somebody up, he changes them. It is not until they went up into the city that they go from wilderness to promised land people. The Bible says that Samuel found a young Saul looking for his father's donkey. When he comes into his presence, God had already told the prophet Samuel, there's this dude coming, he's the king. He actually had a banquet already set for him up in the school of the prophets. And he says, <laughs> Saul comes up to Samuel, he says, have you seen my father's donkey? He says, don't worry about that. He says, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go up. Go up this mountain and you go find a company of prophets singing and worshiping. And when you come into their midst, the spirit of the Lord is going to fall upon you. You're going to fall on your face and you're going to begin to prophesy and you shall be turned into another man. The Bible says that John, the, the, the disciple whom Jesus loved, this man who had already written epistles and been a, a, a standard bearer in the kingdom of God. But on the day uh, in the island of Patmos, he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And that was yet another dimension. And God said, come up. I heard the Lord say, some of y'all think y'all coming up. And you are, but there's another. And you're not yet willing to let go of what it requires for you to come up. But anyway, they went up and every man straight ahead and they climbed over the rubble and they overthrew the city, the rubble. There's a revelation in the rubble. Let me give you two real quick. He says, I refuse to be bound by any limitations imposed by men and demons. Anything that's been imposed by men and demons, everything. He said, I refuse to stay restricted to, to, to whatever dimension of calling and assignment the enemy says I'm comfortable with. I refuse to stay stuck by the power of darkness. And he says, I will walk on this. Let me just share. He says, you will walk on what caused the previous generation to stumble. The previous generation stumbled at the size of the wall and the people. And so the 10 spies came back and said, the wall is too great. They could not overcome their perception. But the generation that Joshua led what became my, my, my predecessor stumbling block is now my stairs in. You understand what I'm saying to you? That, let me, let me give it to you like this. God told me 22 years ago that he was going to transform the name Hicks. Now, everyone, you, most of you don't, that doesn't mean anything to you because you've only known maybe of Apostle Hicks or maybe a different version of the Hicks. Well, what you did not know is that my bloodline on both sides, mental instability, both, I have two grandparents who I didn't even know. My maternal grandmother died when I was eight and I never met my father's mother. She died before I was born. They both were institutionalized. Uh, my father and every male that I'm aware of at some point had a nervous breakdown by the time they were 30. My father tried to kill my mother when she was pregnant with me nine months. Shot at her, not choke, not hit. No, I'm talking about, that's how we know it was trying to kill. You don't shoot at somebody that's nine months pregnant trying to scare them. But God divinely caused the bullets to miss my mother. Um, 
And so that thing had been what blocked my family. And all of the men of God at some point walked with God. All the men in my family at some point walked with God and then they lost it. And so there was this thing that said, you cannot come past this marked by poverty, lack of success, lack of advancement, divorce, all of that had marked. That was the wall. That was the Jericho wall. But in 2000, God said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to transform that name so that even though you're the least likely, if you would have had looked at who I'm talking about, broke, busted, disgusted, barely holding on to a marriage that was on divorce's door. Four kids, barely hanging on, working a, 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 a just started making a little bit above minimum wage. And God says, I'm going to transform your name. I need you to declare it and your voice. And so I refuse to stay stuck and bound. I took all the limitations off. I only thing I had at that moment was a high school diploma. I had no degree. And God sent me back to school, made a way, multiple degrees. I've worked for three, four. I'm at my fourth university. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to tell you 24 years for my children, all college, you know, all of them. But understand, God gave me this today. Even if you don't believe God is good, you can't look at my life and tell me God ain't good. I know that may not make sense. So what I'm saying is God says, I want to do something in your life so significant that folk that don't even like you will still know that God is good. You understand what I'm saying? He said, let men see your good works. That men, when, when, when people see how God has raised up, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm saying like literally there were there were times where like I can't I got wait, I gotta go on. I gotta go on. I gotta go on. Yeah, let me go on. Joshua, um again, I gave these to uh minister, you know, maybe they'll bless you later. Joshua 7 and 10. So the Lord said to Joshua, get up. What is why are you falling on your face? He said, You did not lose this battle. What happens when we stumble in the promise? They had had victory on every step under Joshua. And then chapter seven, this little city called Ai. They get beat and folk lose their life. Here's This is important for the fellowship. And he says, get up because Israel have sinned. They have transgressed. This is God speaking to Joshua. He's crying out, God, how did you let this thing happen? And God said, no, Israel has sinned and transgressed my covenant. Basically, you know, the sin is in the camp. This is what he said. He said, but here's the thing. He said, they've stolen the things and hidden among their own things. You have blended stuff that didn't belong and put it in your tent. And he says, I need the people of God to refuse to hide anything in their tents. Now, we know we don't follow tents in, 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 in the Old Testament of goatskin and leather. But Paul said, if this earthly tent, this tent, this thing, this fellowship, both in my house, my, you know, K-How, he says, be mindful. Here's, here's a very strong thing that I had to learn the hard way. Right after major victories, a lot of times comes major temptation. I don't know who this is for, but God has literally given you a prophetic blueprint to victory. Right after these victories, why would somebody take that which God said don't? But, but I'm telling you, there's a, 
the enemy's trying to set somebody up right here, right before I'm, I'm, these holidays to get you entrapped again. I don't know who this is for, but this is, I'm telling you, I feel it, Holy Ghost. And he said, the reason I'm giving you high level insight, satellite imagery, I'm giving you stuff from the camp of the enemy. He says, so that you will not be, he says, I'm giving you insight to Satan's devices so that you don't get surprised. That's what Paul says. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get the best of us. And so I refuse to hide anything in my tent. But even after Elijah calls down fire on Mount Carmel, he runs from Jezebel the same day. So right after great victory, if we're not mindful, and so the thing what happens is we don't know what, and I taught my own children this, your sin has repercussions on the house. One man died and it was 36 funerals. I mean, one man disobeyed and it was 36 funerals. Achan wasn't even the one that got killed, not that moment. It was the folk out here fighting, don't understand there's some stuff in the house that needs to be dealt with. One man disobedience caused the whole army to be defeated. One man's disobedience caused the whole army to be put to shame. So I will not hide anything. I will not embrace anything that God has told me to let go of. Oh, there needs to be some forgiveness to hit the house. I, I'm, I'm okay. Can you please say that again, please? I will can, not I, I, come on. I, I'm just, I feel Holy Ghost. You got to release it. Come on, release it out of your mouth right now. I release. Come on. So stop looking at me just for a moment. Just close your eyes. I need you just to hear Father now. Release. Come on. It's it's. If you don't, come on. Come on. He can't come. And you need to get this stuff finished before the merge. You got it. You got to finish this because what he wants to do it's going to be too holy for you if you don't. All right, I'm going to keep moving. Joshua 14 and 6. I'm going to give you, I, will, I will hit them in. Go ahead, Apostle. Is there something you need to? Um, Joshua 14 and 6. Um, then the tribes of the sons of Judah approached Joshua in Gilgal and Caleb. Somebody write Caleb. The, I, I need the spirit of Caleb. I know I need the spirit of Caleb. I need the spirit of Caleb. Come on. Can, the warriors in the house. If you want to be a warrior, you need to lift your hands and receive this night. Some people don't even know because we don't teach kingdom and we think apostles and prophets are titles and they're not functions. Hey, Karamal Siam Tabusha. Rabasi Karaba, I'm functioning this morning. I don't know if you so it's okay, even if you don't think it's okay. Malcolm, I see your son lifting his hand. I dare that I hear the Holy Ghost say he's on him like fire. Rash Kataba. I can't see nobody else, but if you lift your hands, Paul said he had authority to impart spiritual gifts. He if you don't go to Romans chapter one, he said, I have desired. I desire to be in your fellowship. I desire to see you again. I, he had never seen Rome. He said, I I I've been waiting to come. I've been waiting to come because I know it's something you need that God gave me and he's not giving a release. Sometimes he just gives a release to Ishka. Yeah, my noble shot. And the Bible says David was discouraged. He was surrounded by people. 
And the one person the enemy did not want to come see David was Jonathan, because he knew it. when David and Jonathan get together, and the Bible says he found Jonathan, Jonathan found him in the cave, and he strengthened his hand. Can you just believe by it's not, let me, let me, let me. Mm. So then Caleb, the son of Jeff, you know, the Kenzanite, came and he reminded Joshua of a word that they got 40 years before. He said, do you remember Joshua? When the Lord showed us, we were the only two that came back with the right report. We the only two that said we could go up. Remember, I showed you that land and I said, man, that looked like good land. I'm going to take it. I'm going to get it. When God bring us back, he didn't say if, when, and nobody but us. Ain't nobody to bear witness but me and you. Moses gone and everybody else that heard me is gone. But I know you remember. Joshua said, y'all remember? And so verse nine says, and Moses promised me this thing, this mountain, for those of you who keep in school. And it was 45 years later, verse 10. He said, I'm 85 years old and I'm as strong as I was that same day. I, I, I declare you shall not grow weak. Not in the kingdom. Not, no, we don't atrophy. We don't, no, no, no. I know the law of thermodynamics says everything that's in motion since the text stay in motion unless something of equal or opposite power acts upon it and everything slows down. It's a law of degradation. But God is not the God of the natural. He's the God of the supernatural. He doesn't just do entry level. He said, I do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. He said, I didn't ask you to tell me how old you were. And some of you all keep giving God's facts like he can't. He said, so verse 12, he said, give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. Give me my mountain. He said, um, he said, he said, um, and they said, they said to him, uh, well, here's the deal. He said, here's the deal. They said that mountain is full of giants. <laughs> there are great fortified cities up there. He said, I didn't ask you that. Do I have your permission to go take it? And so the word of the Lord that he gave me was for the refusal of the prophetic declaration is I refuse to settle even in the promised land. I refuse to settle even in the promised land. Some of you are already in promised land experiences, but you have settled for the edges and the coast. And God said, there's more. You have settled and you have shouted over just coming into a place that God says, I want you to have dominion over. You ain't got you a big set of grapes. You ain't got you a little honey and milk, but you ain't got enough to give. You ain't got no legacy to leave. And here's here's what blessed me. I hope if y'all, if, if Pastor Alex is not on, I need somebody to go take this back to him. Because he gave this to me when I came down to Tennessee to whenever 2020 Super Bowl. That's how I keep remembering. It was 2021, right? Super Bowl 2021. So here, check this out. So when he went up, this 85-year-old man with his sons killed the giants, took the land, and the Bible said he renamed it. 
he called it Hebron. But at first, the place was called Kirath Arba, for Arba was the greatest giant of the sons of Anakin. And this, the reason I was writing this this morning and I heard Pastor Alex's voice said, Vic, if we own it, we can name it. I was driving around Shelbyville. I'm trying. I'm trying. <clears throat> I refuse to give in to the pressure tactics designed to make me compromise. I refuse to say enough is enough. This is good enough. But God said, if it's mine, if God called it mine, I heard the Lord said, if I can conquer it, I can claim it. If I can claim it, I can call it. If I own it, y'all know that he gave you authority. Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. But then shall I make your way prosperous, and then shall I have good success. For have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Neither, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go, and wherever your foot shall tread. Whatever your foot shall tread, I need you to put your foot on it down. Surely shall Satan's head be bruised under your feet. We give Jesus praise. We don't deserve you, Lord. We don't deserve your visitation, but we're grateful. We don't deserve that we be resuscitated. We don't deserve that you keep dealing with us in our rebellious state, but great is your mercy. Great is your kindness. Jeremiah said, I have forgotten prosperity and my soul has become bitter as wormwood. He said, I don't even know because I'm so low, but the Holy Ghost said, not so proper to God. He said, from this I recall to myself, therefore I have hope that it is of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed. His mercies are made new every morning. So I will wait on the Lord. But then I claim it. If I get it, I get it. I get to claim it. I get to name it. And he says, and not only have I called you to conquer, he said, I called you more than conquer. So I refuse to settle even in the promised land. The devil didn't, he didn't settle when he tried to come in your house. Come on, somebody else. The devil didn't settle when he tried to come and take your children. Come on. He didn't settle when he was going to try to take your house and your mind. Come on. He wanted you to destroy yourself. My father killed himself. He didn't just come, he said, and so for whatever you took from me when you took my father. I'm going to get everybody in the bloodline delivered. I'm going to bring Jesus to everybody that I can think of. For every one you took, I'm the most I'm I'm going to the prison and tell them that you are the deliverer. I will stand when people say, don't stand, I'll go. I will endure to go. I'll go. The blessings, I'll go wherever you send me. And I will lift up the name of Jesus. Be lift up. I hear everlasting gates so that the king of glory shall come in. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever and he's so good even that people don't like him not to look at your life and say he's good Pastor Alex it don't make no sense other than the hand of God 
Even when the Roman soldiers killed Christ, they said, oh, we didn't mess up today. This had to be the son of God. Hey, glory to God. Even the critics of the apostles said, these are learned men. They don't know how to talk. They're uneducated. But we know they've been with Jesus. But when they prayed, the place that they prayed shook. God said, let me shake where you're at. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let I refuse to settle even in the promised land. Life is your portion. Joshua 15 and 18. I'm trying to hear you. Now, Caleb, the son, let me just give you the text. I'm not going to even read it. Caleb had a daughter. Caleb had a daughter, and she had the spirit of Caleb. She did not have the settling spirit. And I hear God say, there's some daughters of Caleb on here. And, 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 and Caleb had made a challenge. He said, anybody that will go up with me and help me kill these giants, I'm going to give you my daughter. Right? So his nephew saying, oh, I'm, I'm I'm a scrapper. I'm ready to go. And I'm telling you, if you do not develop a godly aggression, you will not make it in this hour. This is, I, I'm not trying to offend nobody. This ain't for no punks. This ain't for no sissies. This ain't for no weak. The kingdom of heaven, God suffering violence and the violence taken by force. If you are weak in your mind, if you got to be encouraged of every week, if somebody got to breathe on you, touch you, pacify you, prophesy to you every week, he told Timothy, he said, I need you to take what was already spoken and war a good warfare. I need you to contend to do the thing that which was said comes to be. All right, I'm trying to. Even my sister, even with your mouth, um, I hear Holy Ghost even now. God sends supernatural healing and even an, an accelerated healing. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I don't know what this, but there it is. Glory to God. And so uh, his daughter, her name was Ashka. Asksa, A C H S A H. That's uh, Joshua chapter 15, 18, uh, through just the, the, the entire chapter. But anyway, uh, it's chapter 15, verse 18 through 24. He gave her the gave her the uh gave uh his daughter. But what happened was he gave his daughter a land with no flow. No water. And traditionally, it would be the man, oh, this is for couples, my God. It, it would be normally the man that would go and ask his father-in-law for more, uh, it's called the dowry. They had already settled on the dowry, but the dowry had the land with no flow. Tell somebody you ain't gonna make it without a flow. I refuse to live a, a, a dry life. I mean, that, I just, I, I can't, I can't. I refuse, no more dry existence. Uh-uh, uh And so what happened was she, she asked her husband, can I go back to my father again and negotiate another settlement. The unrighteous judge was tired of the woman and said, look, I have no regard for God and for man, but I'm so tired of this woman coming to me about this thing. Give her whatever she wants. And so she said, daddy, when she came up, verse 18, uh, he said, uh, what do you want, daughter? 
And he asked the leader, what do you want? She said, give me a blessing since you have given me this dry land. I need you to give me some the land in the Negev and give me some springs of water too. So he said, sure, my daughter, get the land with the flow. And God said, tell the people of God they make, they you must make a declaration. I refuse to live without a flow. And understand the flow cannot be connected to a personality. Jesus. You cannot outsource your flow. God says, I don't, I don't, I've not given you cisterns, I've given you rivers. I've not given you aquifers that have to be fed by another water source. The word of the Lord says, if you believe on him, as the scriptures have said, then out of your belly shall flow living waters. And I just, you cannot, no, no, the flow. Can you lay hands on yourself and declare, yeah, a flow, everything. And, and, and Isaac had this thing where everywhere he went to go get a well, somebody was contending with him. Every time he would get a flow, his enemy would come and stuff him with rocks. Until finally, God gave him his own will. Come on. Do y'all remember he met the woman at the... <laughs> said, he said, if you only knew the gift of God and who it was that said to me, give me a drink. He said, you would have asked me of a drink. <laughs> he said, and I would have gave you some refreshing that if you taste it, you will never thirst again. Anyway, I refuse to live life without a flow. Lastly, Joshua 24, 15, there's so much we could have gone, but this is the last one and I'll give you 10, these 10 real quick and I'll stop and ask Holy Spirit what is it that he wants to say as we conclude. Joshua simply said at the end of his life, he said, everybody's got a choice. He said, God has done everything he promised. And this is what he said. If it's unacceptable for you in your sight to serve the Lord, then choose this day whom you will serve. Whether you will serve the gods your father served on the other side of the river, you serve the God of the Amorites in whose land you now live. He said, but I make a declaration prophetically. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And within this verse, Joshua made a prophetic declaration. He says, what means the most to me is serving the Lord. <laughs> what means the most to me is serving the Lord. If you want to know, what has transformed my life, what took a uneducated person, what took somebody who in many ways, so if you would have took a snapshot of my life in 2004, they would have said, it probably was somebody would have said failure, 2005 uh, failure. Um, but what God did, he said, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let all those pictures develop. But then I'm gonna show everyone what I'm gonna do through your life. And I'm not half done. I'm not even really begun. But God said, I'm gonna let you raise your family. And I'm going to show you. And I'm, and then in 2012, um, God said, I'm going to cause you to come to a close in 2014. Many of you don't know this. My wife and I pastored a local fellowship for 12 years. And in 2014, he said, I need you to close it. I said, Lord, this don't make no sense. He said, because I'm taking you from a building, your identity that you think of as, and all these engagements and all these things, and I'm going to give you to the kingdom as a gift. And then he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And we were all together, well, Pastor Kai, Pastor Alex and I. We were talking again not many weeks ago, and that scripture came up. I, I don't know if we were on the way to the airport or what it was. And the Lord said, no, your house will serve the Lord. 
um, we we often, my wife and I joke, and we actually had discussed past hours, like how many people have actually lived with y'all? They they need to change their name from Panettas to the to to Airbnb to Holiday Inn to the Howard Johnsons. They probably got some Hiltons in their bloodline. Praise the Lord. Go check and see. Go check and see. We get some money. Um, but but they've literally made their house serve the Lord. Come on. Can you will you touch your physical wall where you're at and declare my house will serve the Lord? I'm gonna tell you something that is honest to God true. We've had three times where death has tried to come for somebody in our house. Like literally, like take somebody and God says, stand and declare, it shall not be. Um, I'm not going to share anybody else, but I will share mine. In the middle of the night, 22 years old, the enemy literally tried to snatch my life. I was having a heart attack in my sleep. I was not overweight. I had not used. It was so funny because the doctors kept asking me, sir, what kind of drugs do you use? I'm saying, sir, I don't use drugs. And I've never used drugs. Now, had they asked me something else related to drugs, I would have to say, yes, I have done those things, but I have not used any drugs. And so he kept saying, you, this does not make sense. I said, I've never used drugs. And I was telling the truth, I've never used drugs. You didn't ask me, have I seen them? Have I seen distribution of said things? You did not ask me that. You asked me if I used them. And I say again to you, I've never used them. And so the doctor says, you know, listen, this is what you got to have. You got to have open heart surgery. You know, your life is going to be marked by this thing. And God said, not so. And God, our house became a place of testimony. And still is today. I'm going to close this. Um, um, and give you even houses I don't live in are still blessing folks and I haven't even seen it I need you all to refuse not to intercede for your leaders So um, when we were um, going to make this move, to, we didn't know what we were moving to. <laughs> we were in Tennessee watching the game, and it was after one of the Saturday fellowships, and we just wound up talking. And Pastor Addison was getting, we were getting ready to go out and buy some meat to, to grill for the game. And we were kind of all drinking tea and ginger tea and all kind of fancy teas that Pastor Paul was making anyway. Um, I said, ooh, what is this? It was tingling, maybe tingle. Uh, uh, so uh, made me feel anointed, amen, praise God. I said, is there, is there some, is this, this came from Jerusalem, didn't it? This came, this is tea leaves from the, the Garden of Bethesda. <laughs> Anyway, so we are praying, and my wife has a look on her face, and Pastor Alex says, what's going on? My wife, it's so funny that Pastor Alex and my wife are more similar. They're very, and they laugh at the same things. It is funny, and like, Pastor Kai and I laugh at the same thing, and they look at us like they don't understand why we're laughing. But anyway, 
So we were sitting around and Pastor Alex, and the thing about Pastor Alex, I love about his humility, and I and I, I say this in love, is that he will drop diamonds and jewels around you like they're nothing. But they're the nuggets that'll shift you. I'm trying to tell you, I picked one up. And he said to my wife, my wife's like, well, I don't know where we want to go. I don't know what we want to do. I don't know what we're going to do. And he says, you get to choose. I heard God say, you get to choose. And I'm that's small phrase. And what I'm giving, you get to declare. You shall decree. Y'all don't understand. You can decree a thing. <laughs> and whether you know it or not, you are living in yesterday's confession. He said, you, okay, let me, so he said, you get to choose. My wife, see, this is when you move by faith. God will, your faith will never exceed God's possibility. My wife literally ran down, we were upstairs. She ran down, got on the computer, booked flights to a place we were going to see, right? And had not even walked into yet. Like, I'm like, what's going on? Go downstairs. She's like, so I want to be somewhere sunny. She was Googling the sunniest places in America by dates, like days of the year. So Phoenix was like, we flew out to Phoenix the next month. Spied out the land. Went to Good you know, I think um, even Pastor Cam was like, y'all should try Good Year. Went up to Good Year. Went up the mountain and saw stuff. And, and like, okay, God, okay. Um, came back to the merge, left the merge, and then two weeks after the merge, because um, I can't release all of it, but God spoke some stuff at the merge, and God was like, no, you're thinking one. I need you to expand. So now, the next month, we're in Austin. But before that, let me just give you all a word, just so you all understand that this is we put our resignations in in December. Before the merge this year, we put our resignations in in December of 2021. We did not have a job. We didn't have a place. We didn't know where we were going yet. But God said on the day before you leave for Christmas, you got to put your resignation. We spoke to our principal. And she was a friend of ours, but we still gave her the heads up. And when I went in, Pastor, to tell my principal that we were leaving, the word of the Lord came to me. See, y'all don't understand. God don't care about uh, offices and corporate America. Because if you have Daniel prophesied, he prophesied that he didn't even care about anybody. And God said, tell her she's leaving. I'm trying to tell her I'm leaving. Before I could tell her I'm leaving, she's crying. I said, oh, uh, you're not going to be here long. She called my wife two weeks ago. Can I get a job recommendation? I'm leaving. So we came down here. We came down here. Minister Malcolm, nobody, no resources, no job. We were coming. God put us in a place 
that we probably shouldn't be able to be in. The property value in this place is so crazy. And he did it in a way that only he could do it. And within one day, I got a house and a job and another job. And when my the university that I worked for back in St. Louis, Maryville University, my boss was doing my recommendations for this job. She said, Vic, are we losing you? I said, well, I am, you know, considering moving. She said, well, if we set up the classes, we normally don't do this, but if you, can you do the classes virtually? Because we don't want to lose you. And I've already talked to the president of the university. He said, yes. He said, and also he wants you to write another class that doesn't exist, but we think you're the one to do it. And it ain't even nothing. What I'm trying to tell you is I ain't seen nothing yet. I heard somebody say, don't give up on your kids. I heard the ghost. I heard, I heard the ghost. Mm. Don't give up on your kids. Thank you. Don't give up on your kids. Call their name again. Call their name again. Call their name again. Call their name again. Can you call their name again? Will you call their name out? Will you come on, come on, call them again? Yeah. Call it ish man, maybe you call their name, right? I call them in school time, man. Maybe I don't care what their mind is saying. Mm. I don't care if it's bound that we commanded. You will lose that hold over that mind. You will over his mind. Thank you, God. Over his mind. I see him. I see him. Oh, it's a, it's it's coming out. It's coming out. Don't even go. There's one last fight that's coming. It's gonna look ugly, but that's the last fight. For him. Stay on your face until you see the cloud the size of a man's hand. Yeah, Jesus. All right, I'm done, Pastor. I mean, Pastor, I'm just. I, I want to. Can I get these 10 and I'm going to leave? Yeah, you're not going to leave, but yes. But yes. number one, yes. Refuse not to. Well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to let y'all. I'm trying to just. We've been putting them in the chat. Okay, good. So I can just kind of yep. move. I, yep. I'm, gonna, if, can I, I'm gonna. I'm actually changing my view to see if God, you know, what is it that God wants me to say? Is it okay? Yes, sir. And then well, I have some stuff. Yeah. Uh, come on, you go. You listen. Let's Stay do it. There. We're gonna tag. You go. Um. Uh. I don't know about anybody else, but if God has not confirmed, confirmed. He has said literal words God has spoken to us. He has, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but God has confirmed exactly where he has been taking us, what he has been speaking, what he has been saying. And as you were uh, sharing, Apostle, there were some key things that God said, I need you to remind them. And so um, I, I just I just started writing down what Holy Spirit was saying. And so I'm going to say these things because they are for all of us to hear, but they're going to hit some of you very specifically. Um, God, uh, the Holy Spirit said this. He said, some of you. Uh, no, I'm a, OK, Holy Spirit. I do that one last. Ooh, so pa Apostle talked about the, the shouting and the silence. And God says, some of you are fooling yourselves because you are shouting before you've been silent. You are talking too much. 
And when you talk, your words are inconsistent and fragmented. He said, if you can't clearly articulate God's word to you, then it has not been heard correctly by you. If you cannot articulate God's word clearly, God's word clearly, let me say again, if you can't clearly articulate God's word to you, then it has not been heard correctly by you. But he says, some of you are fooling yourselves because you've been shouting and you have not been silent. You're talking too much and your words are inconsistent and fragmented. You do not say the same thing to everybody. Everything's a confirmation. Everything's hype, everything. But yet when it comes to you articulating what God is saying, you are not clear about what God is saying to you, which means you have not heard correctly what he is saying to you. God said this, others of you are over, still overlooking the Egypt in you. Apostle, you said this we, literally two Saturdays ago. The question was, are you finished with Egypt? And you said, you got to finish Egypt. You literally said you have to finish Egypt. And God said, others of you are over, still overlooking the Egypt that's in you. you. You're so ready to look ahead. You're so excited about what, what God is saying that's coming that you're trying to overlook what still remains. And it's what still remains that's keeping you, that's blocking you, that's stalling you. Guess what? It's also confusing you. Because guess what? In Egypt, there was two voices, God's and the devil's. <laughs> Please understand. Please understand. The enemy's voice was just, look, the enemy's voice was just, almost, was many times louder than God's voice. Then he said this, some of you refuse to listen because you are not submitted and fully surrendered. We talked about submission and surrender earlier this year. And, and, and what we cannot have is our own definition of what submitted and surrendered mean. Some of you aren't sub submitted to, to the leaders, leadership, not just here in, in, in this fellowship, but leadership in your, in your jobs. Lead, come on. It's not just that you're, you're spiritually submitted. He says we're to obey all the laws of the land. When we are in, in, in the marketplace, we are supposed to live kingdom wherever we are. Then he says this, he says, some of you are treating, let me say this, many of you are in new places, in new places in God physically and spiritually, but God has brought many of you new people, new places. And he says, some of you are treating the place and the people God has given you like Egypt when they actually carry the key to your promise. So some of you are treating the place and the people God has given you like Egypt when they actually carry the key to your promise. If you treat our, and here's the thing, just because you don't treat them all the way like you treated people in Egypt, just a little bit of Egypt, treating people just a little bit like you treated people in Egypt means that you're forfeiting the, the, your promise because they are carrying the key to it. And then finally, finally, and y'all know, Pastor and I, this is, Apostle, you know this, but God, God said, I have to, I have to correct some of you 
uh, steal when it comes to your to your giving. And me and Pastor said this before, Apostle. Our thing isn't you got to tithe here. You just got to tithe because that's what God said. And I've been decreeing and declaring for the couple of weeks. Some of y'all know that this will be a hundred percent tithing fellowship. But God said this: No promise comes out of disobedience. Many of you are still in Egypt with your resources. You have things, and I have blessed you. And you won't honor me. He said this, you're a thief in my house. He said, no promise comes out of disobedience. He said, many of you are still in Egypt with your resources. But the, the thing is, he still blessed you. Some of you are in things and have things you've never had before. He said, I'm still blessing you, but you won't honor me. You are a thief in my house. I don't know who that's for. But y'all. He's taking us away we've never been. We cannot be the people we've been before. We cannot stay the same way. We cannot do the same things. And so I have to refuse not to honor God in everything and in every way. Can we put that one down? I refuse. Look, I, I, can't, I, I can't. I have to honor God in everything and in every way everything and in every way i can no i refuse to pick and choose how i honor god i refuse to want his promises but not be obedient i refuse to stop playing with what god is saying how about this pastor pastor ryan talked about doing i refuse to do what he says when i want to do what he says <laughs> can we do that when i refuse He is speaking to us loudly. He came to confirm and then give us a view of what's ahead. Apostle didn't say new things. He added to the things God has already said. Because look, when God, be careful when God got to speak twice. We need to heed that God is speaking again and saying it again. And each of us, hear me, all of us have to check. Why are you saying this again, God? What am I missing? What am I not doing? Let me not fool myself to think that I'm somewhere I'm not. Let me not fool myself. Because what this tells me is what Pastor Ryan said to us. We're hearing, but we're not applying. We're taking pieces. And then we get hype on a little piece that we're playing. But God says, I require it all. Some of us people are telling us, people that are that are that are, that love us and are for us are giving us advice and wisdom. And we're like, no, nah, I don't need to do that. You need to understand there are places people see that you can't see. Do you let me let me tell you? I just saw this apostle. You tell me wrong. The, the 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 leaders that are charged, right? The 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 to the church because it says that that the that the that the gifts to the church, right? There's five gifts to the church. God just showed me this picture. He said the gifts are not only for your front view or your rear view. He said they're your peripheral view. 
he said that they're all they're your they're, they're they see the they're the block like the they see the things that you can't see stop fighting against wisdom can someone do i refuse to to, to i refuse to resist wisdom I refuse to resist wisdom. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. But we've got to decide today, what kind of people are we going to be? Are we going to truly step into our kingdom citizenship, citizenship and wholly give God everything? Or are we still going to be thieves in this house? with our resources, our time, our attention, our love, our affection, our commitment, our consistency. Apostle, I'm gonna give it back to you. Hallelujah, glory to God. And we thank God even for the word of correction for the Bible says that the servants of the Lord are, are, are we, we can't just exhort. We can't just encourage, but there's a there's a balance, and we bless God today. So I want to say to the men of KHAL, can you all lift your hands if you're not driving? I don't want anybody, but I just want to say to the men of KHAL, as um, Apostle Kai began to speak, out of the Lord said he's going to accomplish, Pastor Ryan, what it was that God already showed you was going to happen this weekend. And I hear the Lord say, no more broken men. No more broken men. No more broken men, no more broken men, no more broken, no, no, no more, no more inconsistencies. And so, Father God, today we stand. And I think I've said this to you before, Pastor Ryan, but I see fire on your hands. I see fire on your hands. And uh, if you don't know them, you probably know it already. The Lord has given you a gift of faith. There is faith to believe, but then there is a gift of faith. And so there is an unlocking of the gift over your house. The gift of faith. And I hear the Lord say, you will never dumb down your faith again. You will never try to reconcile your faith with your mind or anybody else's. I give you courage to believe, says the Lord. Above that, above that above that, above that. And you will be a part of one of the, that. and I see you laying hands on men as they come on, it's almost like an assembly line. Everybody's got to work and God is going to use you to refine men and disciple men. Brother Jermaine, this is a key level of uh, maturity for you. A key place of maturity for you. For the Lord said, I will take you from the low places. And calls you now to settle your feet. No more slipping. And God said, I erase shame over your name. No more shame on the name. For you have been made new and I'm remaking you anew. 
He says, for I am a refiner's fire and a fuller soul, and I will sanctify you. And though you have the heart of the servant to stand behind the wall and stand and say, Pastor, what can I do? But I hear the Lord says, I will use you and I will cause you. And I will cause you to bring my name glory in the earth. And I'll rest every mental anguish on the line right now. Every one, every avenue. I want you to lay hands on your head. Those of you, again, where stress and even anxiety about what's coming up. Somebody's already anxious for Thanksgiving. Somebody's already, already, you already, you are already. No, no, no. We're not walking in like that this year. You're not walking in and you're not walking out. You go walk in right, you go leave right. Says the Lord. I don't care what they come with. The anointing of God destroys the yoke. Let that's not your portion no more. That's not your portion. You're not gonna be entangled. You walking in with your peace, and you walking out with peace, and you ain't got to contend for that one. And here's the thing, we're going to make the devil back up. So he's going to try to keep the crazy auntie from you, because if she opened her mouth, you got the word of deliverance, not to, not to go back and forth, but to say, can I talk to you, Gladys? Can I just, can I just, come on, auntie, I love you. Uh-huh, I know. No, I'm not married yet, but are you? can, can I just share what I got? The Bible says there was a man who stayed at the gate looking to receive something. I heard the Lord said there was somebody looking to mess with you and to receive something from you, a reaction. I ain't got no reaction for you this year, but such as I have, I'll give to you. What do you, you don't need my reaction, you need my Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Take that load off, take that load off, take that load off, take that load off, come on, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about how them gifts coming in. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's going to be okay. Trust me. Can I give you all the words that God gave me last year? We were preaching someplace. I don't even, I, I do know the people. As a matter of fact, I'm praying they're going to meet us at the merge. The Lord just gave me this morning to invite these people. They're a pastor and a wife. We were preaching and I had no idea he doesn't, because they don't have any outward that said there was a need. And new cars and this. And I heard the Lord said, I'm going to provide. He told, tell them I was preaching. And God told them, I, I got whatever y'all need for Christmas for the children. They have seven or eight kids. I can't remember. They had a lot of them. And God said, and literally, I forgot about the word, Pastor Ryan. And three months later, the wife called me and said, or we were preaching back there. And the Lord said to her, remind him, it's not me that does this. And so men of God, men of God, I got a couple of things before we leave. Men of God, I need y'all. Can we stretch even though it's, it's we know it's prophetic? Our hands to our dear brother, Pastor Alex, in the name of Jesus. Just strength. I'm Soko strength. Yadayosa, strength. Yandaboshe. Rabbi said, and I heard the Lord say, we will be Aaron and we will be her. We will lift your hands, but ultimately we rest yours under the stone that is Christ. And we lift you up, mighty man of God. And we honor you. Let me say something that I heard even as Pastor Kai was singing, we're lifting up both of them. Hear me. We just, I just haven't gotten to that place yet. I'm going to say this to the people of God. You cannot access or have what you do not honor. 
There are deliverances and breakthrough that people in my life need that God has placed inside me. But because they've chosen to dishonor, God said they can't have it. I used to just give it anyway. But in January of this year, God said, they're not dishonoring you. They're dishonoring me in you. If it was yours to give, you could do it. But because, but because what I placed in you, Noel, what I placed in you has value. I'm just saying her last name. I don't know if I'm, is that my pronouncing her name right? Noel, what, so, so this is, um, I see almost like a breaking away of mask. He said, I'm going to introduce you to the authentic you in me that I see. And you will not have to explain the newness to anybody. If you can explain it, it didn't come from him. And I hear the Lord said, I'm breaking false burdens off of everybody on the line who's willing and obedient. I'm breaking it off. I'm breaking it off. I'm breaking it off. I'm breaking. Don, you got it. You got it. Come on. There it is right there. Come on. Receive it. Lift up your hands. Come on. Right there in that place. Right there. Right there. Right there. Iana. Yeah. 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 This is your hour of visitation. Rabo Shah. Oh, Mandabase. I see it. Rabo Shah. I feel fire on that Out of your belly Shall flow rivers of water He said I'm about to enliven your prayer time With fire I'm about to Deeper depth Closer walk And he says and you shall know me Not me through them As much as you love He said I'm going to cause you to know me And not me through them Through hold fast your profession. Hold fast your profession. Hold fast your profession of faith. And he said, I, is that a heart on your shirt? Because I put your heart over that shirt, because your hand over that heart. And God said, that's how I'm covering your heart. So, yeah. even in this last cycle of attack, they tried to hurt your heart. It didn't work. He said, you can shake it loose. He said, don't you internalize that thing. That ain't for you. That ain't for you. That is not your portion. And it always brings you back because that's the one part. That's the one place. The people you love when they flip out and you don't understand it, they, it throw you off. But not this time. But not this time. Not this time. He said, I'm putting weight on your bottom. Anybody used to have one of those old clown punching bags, Pastor Alex, and it had sand on the bottom? Yes, no matter how, I mean, we did everything we could to knock that thing, but it just kept bouncing back. Because I got, it's settled. I declare somebody ought to just say in their spirit, it is settled. It is settled. I know everybody ain't settled, but it's settled. Yes, got no, no, basa. Daphne, oh my, no shot. Signs and wonder are your portion. Signs and wonders are your portion. I need you to look up and I need you to open your eyes because signs and wonder are your portion. No, 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 you will not put this new wine in old wine skins. 
And even if you never step foot in the pulpit, signs and wonders are your portion. If you never know you will never wear a clergy collar, signs and wonders are your portion. That ain't for you. I've called you as a voice in the wilderness crying out. While they are fighting for buildings, you're looking for corners. Yeah, somebody give Jesus praise right here. Not because of your emotions. Because he's worthy. And this is the day the Lord has made. I hear him lifting heaviness. I hear him lifting heaviness. I hear him lifting heaviness. He said, if you put on a garment of praise, I'll lift it. I'll lift it. If you lift me, I'll come on. He said, if you lift me, I'll come in the room, right? If you lift me, if you lift me, if you lift me, if you open up your vessel, even in that, even, <laughs> Glory God. Father, you're not forgotten. Glory God. Father, you're not forgotten. Glory God today. Yeah, you're not forgotten. You're not forgotten, daughter. Glory God. You're not forgotten. You're not forgotten. Glory God. Your smile is not going to come from what's happening, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hey, hey. Hey, Yoshi. I'm, I'm gonna do this one and I'm gonna let it go. My dear sister, oh shit, I'm out your shot. One day the disciples came and said, We gave up everything for you. <laughs> we gave up houses, we gave up our jobs. And he says, Nothing that you have given up for my name will I not pour out in exponential in the kingdom. Exponential in the kingdom. In the kingdom. This, this is. This is the word of the Lord. And for every dear sister in Christ um, who is not yet married, I heard the Lord say, stop seeking your identity in relationships. Stop seeking your identity. This is the hour for you to dig in prayer. Come on. This is the hour for, this is not the hour to be distracted by dating. Some of you all, it's a distraction. You will not be defined by this. This is not the thing that defines you. You're not waiting until you're waiting on the Lord. You wait, make him. So what happens, we often forfeit this time of being made whole. And we try to get married deficient of wholeness. Let him make you whole and find your purpose in him. And start, you know, no, 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 you won't be discouraged, not this season. Come on, come on. And um, the last bit of that soul tie is destroyed. The last bit of him destroyed. Some of you are all like, like, ah, here come this season again. Here can here come again. I always think of this time of year. No, I break it now. I sever every cord. I sever every cord. Now, if you go back, it's not because you haven't been free. Amen. Amen. I, if, and, and please, if this has been lengthy, count it to me not to. No, no, no. You're fine, Apostle. You, if, if God is, you you move. If people have to go to elite, they know they can log off. But we we don't 
So we go, we're gonna do these two things. We're putting on the weapons today. We're putting on the yeah. weapons today. We're putting on weapons today. I, I, we we cannot, we cannot, I'm saying, I feel it and sense it. We cannot be docile. You must go with aggression. The Bible says that Elisha was about to die. He called the king and he said, shoot an arrow out the window. He shot the arrow out of the window. And then he said, I need you to take this arrow and beat the ground. And he only beat it three times. And he says, I wish you would have broken and, and hit the ground until the arrows broke. He said, but because you only hit it three times, you're going to have victory over. He says, but I need you to get to the place of breaking. Do not be satisfied. Again, that's what they, that, that Caleb spirit said. Listen, I'm in here. I done seen people get their promise. I done seen people get blessed. He said, but I'm going for the mountain. I'm going for the thing that I know God said belong to me. And so we put on the whole armor of God. We even speak prophetically. I do this every day before I before I leave, even though I'm fully dressed. I don't know. I don't have to do it every day, but there is something rehearsing the word of God. So our feet, and I rehearse it with my Kehau family today. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have on the belt of truth. Yeah, it's the girdle. We're not going to fall apart. It keeps the stuff tight. We're not falling out. We're not losing our minds. We're not throwing in the top. We have the breastplate of righteousness. And that breastplate covers my heart, the seat of my emotions, it, my lungs, all of my internal, everything that has that is accessible, my breath, my inspiration. The helmet of salvation is going to keep what God deposited in and everything that's not supposed to be in. I put on, we put it on. Let this mind be, which is also in Christ Jesus, for he hath not given me a spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound, this is your portion. And the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. I go to war with it. I go to war with it. I don't fight it. I fight with it. I fight it as my only offensive weapon to make the enemy back up. It is written. <laughs> and above all else, the shield of faith, wherewith we are able to quench and we declare every arrow and dart. As a matter of fact, I send confusion into the camp of the enemy. Lord, let a malfunction be on the enemy's targeting and radar system. Let it malfunction. <laughs> you will not be able to see us. The Bible says the prophets and apostles said blindness be on Simon the sorcerer. Blindness be on that camp of the enemy. He's not going to be able to hit the targets. Lord of God, the blood prevails. The blood prevails. Oh, I could have talked about that. Rahab the harlot, they said, let the scarlet thread down out your window. Let there be a scarlet thread representing the blood. And he said, if there be a scarlet thread, everything can be destroyed, but your house will be saved. And so, Father, we let the scarlet thread, that is the blood of the Lamb. Come on, somebody declare, it's in my house. Hey, Rahab, we didn't know that she was going to be a part of the line that would bring David and ultimately the line that would bring Christ. There's a, a, a scarlet thread in my household. Pastor Alex, it's a, it's a thread. I don't know what he's going to do with this bloodline, but he, he ain't done. He ain't done. He ain't done. He ain't done. We shall not be destroyed. 
Ish go Before we leave, we know about as you are activating. This is why I don't know. This is why he wants to do things. And listen, you can't wait to old school new year. Y'all walking doing a new thing. Y'all, y'all know this. Y'all have been trained. He's been saying it. This is a new season. So we're not moving in man's calendar. This is a new expectation. There's new things. He said, I didn't tell you to, to look at one thing. I told you, he said, acres, come on. He had to expand me uh, even at the merge. He said, I didn't say campus. I said campuses. Yeah, the Busha, and, and it's, I don't understand. I don't know how it's coming into being, but I trust the God who spoke it. If he said it, he shall bring it to pass. And he did not ask me to do what I could do because if he did, it's not him. It's got to be bigger than me. If, if, it, if it is not big enough, it is not beyond you. It ain't come from God. If it don't, if it don't cause somebody to scratch their head and say, how dare you believe that? It ain't come from God. But I trust God for the extravagant because that's who he is. But also the fruit of the spirit. That this fellowship is knit together in the spirit of unity. The fruit of the spirit. There was a church called Corinth that was gifted, but did not have the fruit of the spirit. They could do all things. They had every gift activating, but they did not have love. And the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, kindness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. I want you to know that we are to love one another, forgive one another, even as Christ forgave us. Because that's the only way we can have destruction is become a house divided against itself. But we declare unity in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm done. Oh, well, Father, we, we bless you. We lift up apostle to you right now in the name yes, of Jesus. Thank you for that word. God. And God, we thank you for him, yes, his wife, and their children for yes, their God. grandchildren we yes, thank God. you for their house God we thank yes, you that God. he is a voice yes, in the kingdom and that God you have called him to uh herald the good news yes God. thank you we pray that you will pour back into him all that right he now, has deposited in into us God right now God not 30 Jesus, not 60 God. but a hundred and I thank you, God, that even today, as he has poured and spoken, that you are speaking things yes, to him God. even now, God, yes, God. concerning you. him and, yes, and his God. family and the steps yes, that you are ordering before them. Yes, God. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for his thank field you. of faith. Yes, God. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. I don't know why I just Thank keep you. hearing God say the word field, that there's a field, mm -hmm. territory. There's, there's a yeah, field, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a territory. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. I've never seen this apostle, but I see, a, a, it, you're gonna see a, 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 a space of land that's overgrown. <laughs> it's not gonna look pretty, but God said, you'll know it's going to be overgrown but he said he's going to give you vision to see what's under it that's good but it's going to mark the territory that he's going to give you all to yes. build upon 
it's a land that everybody's overlooking because it's overgrown. Mm. It, it, it doesn't look as pretty, right? It's not as lush. But God says, you'll see what they can't see on that land. I don't even know why he said you've passed it already. He said, you guys have already passed it. It's just not something you in the, in the, in the natural. But God says the next time you pass it, you're going to know. But it's, it's, it's an overgrand, overgrown, the, the, the grass, the, the wheat, it's overgrown. And it, 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 it doesn't look like, but God said under there is promise. Under there, it is fertile. The soil is rich. He said, and I'm going to give you the land. And the reason he said, oh, my God, he said, now, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow your mind. Because the, the price is, is, is going to be ridiculous, but it's because everybody else has passed it by and the owner just needs to get rid of it. Because <laughs> he doesn't even realize there's, there, there's value in it anymore. What's burdensome to him is going to be a blessing to you. God says that it, that land's become a burden to him because he's lost vision for it. But God says it's going to be a blessing for you. So, Father, we thank you in the name of thank Jesus. You, God. Yes, Lord. I continue to go back to 2008 when I stand on a pulpit in St. Louis and you sat in the front row. And God said that day to tell you you were an apostle. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I could tell you who you were is because it was exactly who I was. And so I, I honor God that you received and accepted his invitation. And I pray today that each and every one of us, the greatest invitation to receive is son and daughter. So we receive your invitation to be your children, your sons and your daughters. We receive the invitation of this word and what it will do if we allow the invitation to be one that not just sits but settles in us and 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 takes root that we may come to where you are remember this is all about returning to him not back but to god and so we honor you today yes, god we god. thank you thank we you. praise you for your word is true and your word works yes lord your word works. Your word shall perform that which it said it would do. It will not come back to you void. For you declare the end from the beginning. Now show us how to walk. Give us the, the, the patience to wait on you, God. But give us swift feet to run when you call. Bid us to come, God, and we will have faith to walk on water mm -hmm. and not be distracted by the issues of life. Mm -hmm. I know we have called months and months ago. God told me to call the, the when I was on the prayer line, the water walkers. But but Kahal is a house of water walkers. <laughs> it's time to walk on the water and stop sinking under it. There's a lot of things in my life right now. And, and, and God has just consistently said, no, mm -mm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm teaching you how to walk on the water so that this doesn't cause you to sink. 
because stuff happens that we just allow it to let us sink. But I trust God because his will is perfect. His will is perfect. Thank you, God. His will is perfect. And I've made peace with his way. And I pray that you're making peace with his way. Thank you. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you. We praise you, Pastor Alex. Apostle, thank you. Thank you, man of God. Um, the only thing I, I wanted to say, I had to write it down, is that real convincing is found in real conversion. <laughs> and so the woman at the well couldn't go back to the city to say anything. Mm -hmm. You can't tell people, come see a man who can tell you about you and he hasn't told you about you. So if you're gonna convince me, then I have to seek complete conversion in what you're telling me. And the My problem is, God. is that we're going out because we haven't stayed at the well long enough to hear the truth about ourselves. <laughs> so what you shared on today triggered me to make sure that before I open my mouth, my God, there is something that he did in me that makes what I say a reality. So thank you. thank you. Thank you. Real convincing is found in real conversion. My God. My God. Bless you, man of God. Love you, man. Love you. <laughs> Ooh. Are there any, I don't even, any, <laughs> many me, I don't even know what to say. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.